Happy holidays to my entire Nursing Uncensored crew. If you'd like some last-minute gift ideas for all the nurses in your life, head on over to nursinguncensored.com blog and check out my post, Top 20 Gifts for Nurses from Amazon. As a member of the Amazon Affiliate Program, using these links to do your holiday shopping helps support Nursing Uncensored. Not to mention, there are some pretty sweet items on that list. All right, well, that's all. Enjoy the episode, you guys. This is Nursing Uncensored. Your host, Adrienne Benning, invites you to listen in on real conversations about all things in the nursing world. This podcast is intended for nurses, nursing students, and allied health professionals, but non-medical folk will probably get a kick out of us too. If you like what you hear, subscribe and share. This is Adrienne, and I am here with Nurse Dan DeMonte, whose phone is vibrating on the table. Oh, and he's getting a call from staffing right now. <laughs> Can you come into work for four sharp, hours sharp, or more? Sharp Chula Vista is a little oh, short Oh, I wish right you now, hadn't so. silenced that. I almost wanted you to answer it on the recording. <laughs> that's, it's, a that's ro- okay. it's a robot. It's a, oh, so it's, it's a, a robot. robot yeah. so, when, when, the, when, the number, when the number pops up, <laughs> that's when you know it's an actual person. <laughs> But. So we see, even as we sit here on a Sunday evening. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this recording will be interesting because we're at my kitchen table and my cat just jumped into the kitchen sink. So this but, is going to be... Like, like you said, you, you would think that the technical difficulties... Yeah, so uh, the, the, would... the feline-related technical difficulties might be increased because now he's after the bag of cheese balls and whatever's in that bowl, so... Um. <laughs> Did I even get around to introducing you? Uh, you said that that friend of the show Dan is on tour. And, uh... <laughs> friend of the show Dan Demonte, who you will recognize from episodes like Music, Nursing, and Dan, as well as um, a couple other episodes that I am currently not remembering the titles of. I should have written those down. But welcome back, Dan Demonte. Mm. Myself and also some other nurses that you used to work with came out to the show that you performed the other night. I love it when nurses show up at like public events where there's literally no connection to the medical world whatsoever. And we just have drinks and like listen to you cover Marvin Gaye and (laughs) as well as a number of other like amazing. Oh yeah. So your original material, I thought it was, I, I felt very special that I was like the only, uh, nurse there from your old nursing buds that knows actual lyrics to your songs Mm. like i actually um when you played under the sun um i actually used that song in one of the episodes it was like one of our stop it stop it so (laughs) yeah here you are yeah shoot how's it been how's the traveling been like not the nurse traveling we'll get to that but how's the touring traveling. traveling going um, this tour has been, uh, each time it gets tighter, you know, cause last year we did six weeks all the way out to the East coast and back this year. I said, I might as well just stay in the middle of the country where I know people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you're, you're back in, in the Midwest for like these last days of mm-hmm. the Midwest summer, which the way it goes in the summer is like, it's 90 one day, 64 and cloudy the next. And then yep. the next day you're like wishing you had your bathing suit back on again. That's uh, it's moist. So, so staff, <laughs> 
It's humid is how we non-creep say it. Um, it's humid. <laughs> it's moist. Major okay. major swass. Ball soup. Swamp ass? Is that, is that the term? Is that the appropriate term? Get a little swamp uh, why ass? Did, why did Doug make me an old-fashioned before this? <laughs> oh, no, this is good. I put a little, I put a little, a like, little whiskey like, in my drink as well. I'm like exhausted, so. too, so it doesn't help. This is going to be the best show ever recorded. This I did. is going to be great. So I was, I was at a party in San Diego and playing uh, like a barbecue thing. And there was this guy there who's a representative for Five Hour Energy. Oh and my he was God. just like handing out boxes of them. So <laughs> in my car, like in my door, there's like probably like 15 Five Hour Energies just sitting there. <laughs> my, my buddy gets in my car last night and he's like, that is an unsettling amount of Five Hour Energy like, in your that car. Is a, that is a visual representation <laughs> yeah. of cardiac yeah, arrest. Yeah, it's like, holy cow. <laughs> but I, I get the... They say no crash or jitters. I, yeah. I, I get pretty jittery. Do you? I yeah. Get pretty jittery. Um, I know a few people that have said that they, you know, early on were like into the the energy drinks, like the you know the rock stars, monsters, whatever. Oh, no. yeah. And and a lot of people are like, I got off that. Like you know, it is like you have to like get off that. Like you need a twelve step program to get off. Seriously. Those. And then and then they've started the things like the five hour energy or like the and then even more so like some people are then like, well, even that shit is kind of crazy on your body so then there are people that are like doing well like b12 or something like people take b12 well five energy has has a lot of b the b vitamins in it but it's like b vitamins mixed with caffeine yeah and so yeah i I take a sip and i'm like "Ah!" yeah so i i've told this story before maybe not on the podcast but years ago when i was still working i thought this podcast was about me it is it is But I'm getting there. We're getting no, there. Tell, tell you. I want to hear um, we're getting there. So it, it's just a brief story. It's an energy drink story. I was at work. It was the night shift. I love your I stories. Was, I mean, I'm anymore. I'm like somebody's grandmother. I'm like, back oh, in that reminds that reminds me of yeah. There, oh, that, there was that time. Except all my stories are like I kind of have some crazy stories. Anyway, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna go into the ideology of my stories. The point that I was trying to make is that I was at work. I was really tired. You know, it was a slow night, and um, I drank like half of a Diet Rockstar out of the vending machine mm. at the end of the unit, and you know, drank it. Was waiting. I was like, nothing, nothing is happening. This is garbage. Fuck these energy drinks. Before I knew it, I was like cleaning the break room, like rearranging <laughs> the furniture, like trying to figure out if there was a vacuum <laughs> available on the unit. Like I was wiping down the filing cabinets. People were like, because they're you know, because patients were sleeping. It was a relatively oh, yeah, chill yeah, night, yeah. and that was the night that I decided never again was anything like that past Seriously. my lips. So. When I used to tour with um, with the uh, church choir in Iowa City, I'd, we would have uh, a steady stock of Diet Red Bull in the, oh um, in the cargo I feel like we the driving. Diet ones are even more toxic. I mean, I, I don't want to despair because I don't really know. I don't know that this shit is bad for you. I just know that when I put it in my body, bad yeah. things happen. I mean, do you, want, do you want cancer or diabetes? I mean, that we're not playing Would You Rather. <laughs> Yeah, That's like, a good like, episode. Ooh, do a would you rather a with you... a panel of nurses? Oh, man. <gasps> yeah. 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 Would like would you rather neck fash or <laughs> um, you know, BKA stump? Yeah, with... B- BKA stump with uh with, with gangrene. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, would you ga- rather gangrene or neck fash? <laughs> yeah, let's would pick your pick your poison, pick it pick your sh- pick your shift assignment. Or like like lose all your fingers or BKA. Oh. 
No. <laughs> hands are hands are hands are feet. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather work a twenty four hour shift or work like four hours a day every day for six days? <laughs> mm. One time I, st- I stayed for 16 on rescue. Yeah. One time. And I was I was a maniac. Because I, I drank coffee at like 6 a.m. to stay. I did it a couple times as a nursing assistant. Oh. Um, and I learned that after... I mean, you got to think about it. Even when I'm giving a report after 12 hours, there are some nights, even though I feel like I've been alert throughout the shift, that last hour, I feel like I nosedive pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I was giving a report um, this morning, which doesn't even feel like the same day because I slept all day and then a bunch of stuff happened. But I was giving a report and I actually was slurring my words. (laughs) And the nurses were laughing at me because clearly, first of all, I don't I don't drink to the point of slurring. I don't intoxicate with anything else. So clearly they know that I'm straight. But at the same time, it was such a heavy slur. Like no, I kept having to stop. It was like I had cheese in the pockets of my mouth. It was terrible. <laughs> um, cotton balls in your cheeks. Cotton balls in my cheeks. It was so bad. Mm. Um, but you're on tour and you're here. And soon, tomorrow, you're leaving for what? St. Louis? And then you're going to head back west again? St. Louis, Wichita, Norman, Oklahoma. And we take a driving day down to Bisbee, Arizona. Bisbee, Arizona. Which is down on the border of Arizona and Mexico. Like south of Tucson. Dang! So like way down. South of Tombstone. Nice. And then uh, we have a whole weekend there. Like three shows. Down in Mexico. (laughs) um Um, bisbee is a little so it's a little um mining it's like an old mining town and and the the lore is that back in i believe like the 60s or something the government was selling the land for like pennies an acre and so a bunch of these like hippie types kind of bought it up and it became this little like artsy pocket in the middle of the desert that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, like, if Burning Man actually built buildings, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I mean, more or less. Yeah, I, I boil it down to the simplest but, but you, term. But always. you get you get this mixture of like like snowbirds who like actually like led legitimate lives but are still hippies at heart mm-hmm. and like real hippies legitimate <laughs> lives the hippie life you just sounded like oh, a total square oh i'm Those sorry illegitimate hippies i'm sorry <laughs> sorry i have so, sorry i pay into a fucking retirement <laughs> account and so you've been <laughs> hold on i have to move the cat again so music we've talked about before and um We've talked another episode. Yeah, what haven't we covered? I'm what surprised. We I'm covered? surprised you so, still yeah. have questions. So actually, as a, as someone who not only is traveling as a nurse and has gone to a number of different states, but someone who also travels in like just for your other mm-hmm. lifestyle, your other career. Um, so we had a listener actually who uh, messaged and said that they wanted to know how you maintain relationships while you're on the road. Whether it be in another state on a 13-week contract or on like a two-week, three-week, six-week tour or whatever it is. Because we're talking about a number of different things. We're talking about romantic relationships. 
we're talking about your friends. I'm sure as a traveler, you acquire friends everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Ideally, ideally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, you've got the family back home that's like, oh, Danny, why don't you just come home? Come why back you to gotta, Chicago. Why you got a gallivant? <laughs> so, th- I mean, I imagine it's complicated. And, You're quite you the know, cunning linguist. I, ge- I guess. That was, <laughs> yeah, I was a raconteur in my other life. <laughs> I can't play a piano. A sesquipedalianist, so. if you will. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So let's talk about this. Let's, uh, but let's let's break it down into a couple categories, so it's not too overwhelming. Sure. Let's start. Let's start easy. Let's start with. Let me. I don't mean easy, but I mean least private, maybe. Mm. Let's start with friends. Okay. So you have friends. I got friends. <laughs> in no, you've got you've got friends everywhere, I imagine. So talk about that. Talk about how you keep those friendships that are most important to you well going. Like and healthy. Or do you? And that's the challenge. There's there's something about um I don't I don't know if I don't know if the cliche of absence makes the heart grow fonder applies. It could, yeah. Um there's there are people that I see like once or twice a year or mm-hmm. but then you know there are friends you don't see for years and years. Um, and you always do you, do you feel like you those relationships you just pick up where you left off? Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. You know, cuz there there are just those folks who you've you've already built something with them. Like I I just stayed with a friend um, who I was in in a choir with at Iowa for for years and then, and then, and then he, years for ago, all, back when you were a kid. Oh, back when. <laughs> um, and then he joined the military. He was in Florida for a while, and then now he's in Oklahoma. And I stayed at his house. He just had a kid. Like that's convenient. You have yeah. like free Airbnb. Basically. Exactly. Okay. So. But then, so so that so some of that is maintained that. But then I always have this complex where I, I like feel bad taking people's charity and like. I'm I'm still struggling with people who are. You're wo- you're a Christian. You're a Catholic, <laughs> so you Catholic. feel guilty. Yeah, mia culpa. Uh, they, <laughs> they like. I feel bad for people going out of their way, um, because I don't necessarily see what I'm doing as an equal trade for what they're doing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But some people see it as the opposite way. They they tell me, you're out, living your dream right now, and. And you have yet, you have so many you have so many people who wish they could do exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. but they didn't choose such a versatile career as nursing, or they didn't, um, they they valued stability over the unknown, or something like that. Yeah. And then, but then of course, I, all all I want now is stability. It's like I wish I just had a house somewhere and like. Well, so could, I mean, and that's another thing. We I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna write this down. That's another thing. Is like that. Um, back and forth of the travel nurse that some travel nurses have of like wanting to have roots, but also wanting to have the option for Mm -hmm. those roots to not be so permanent, you know? Um, Like I recently talked to our pal Lindsay Mm -hmm. and, you know, she's thinking about staying in one place for a little bit. The nice thing is, is that, you know, when you leave a, a positive trail behind you, people always have you back. Yeah. So, you know, you could probably go back to any, I would imagine, knowing what I know about you, I you probably could just go, if you, like, wanted to go back to that city that I was in six months yeah. ago. Like, you have that option, usually. Um, and, just, and just having, because um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not super great at social media, so it's... There's, which there's, I was going to get to that, yeah. because you've only recently even... Yeah. Consented to have a Facebook account, and that's because the reality is that like 
people who are fans of music want to see event mm-hmm. calendars and stuff. Yeah, which um, I'm which I'm cool with. I what I and I I just put out the information that I know people want to get, which is the the tour information of where to be and when. Yeah. Um. But then, but then there is that that little bit of like, each Instagram post is like a horcrux. They're like just taking a little. <laughs> it's like, I'm I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be in the moment as much as I can. But then, there there are folks who actually want to know what's going on, and it's such a. Such a it's such it's, a it's such a, a, the, a bizarre the, bur- the burden of feeling that you need to document things for people versus mm-hmm. like. You know, but then when I when I when I when I meet up with somebody in person, sometimes they're like, "Been been keeping track of you on yeah, social media." And I, and I like, really love looks like that. you're doing well. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's nothing but wholesome. But but it, feel, it, but it feels weird to you, someone who is not like married to your social media accounts. Sure, which is not un, not unhealthy. Like everybody has a different way that they deal with these things. But like for example, you and I as friends, like we have been connected up until this very evening when you showed up at my door. Which, to, to, to get back to something else for a second, what you said, like, you don't know what you're doing in revert, or, like, in return for these people that are allowing you, you know, like, floors to crash on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about it. You go to a city where you know X number of people, whether that's two, ten, or 10,000. Yeah. You're choosing to spend time with them. Like, that might not be somebody that you've seen in a long time, but I love it. I've had friends that I was friends with in, like, elementary school that have driven here to see me. And even though they're paying money for gas and they're going out of their way, they're taking time off, I feel so lucky that they've chosen to just come out for no other reason than to just be... And, you know, yeah, you need you need a floor to sleep on and a safe place to be when you're in a, a city that you don't call home. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, I feel like that, that too is a little bit of a gift of like, I feel great that you're here tonight. You are on tour. You know people in town. You just came from stuff with people you know and stuff that is important to you. And now you're sitting in my kitchen. That, <laughs> it, that is a nice thing. And so I don't want to discount you being like, I, I, I'm just a mooch. I'm just a mooch. <laughs> I'm just a laying mooch. Laying on your floor. Well, yeah. Cause I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't help but feel that way sometimes. Yeah, but that's, when, when because, there's, when there's that's these... because you're not a taker. That's because you're yeah, not someone yeah. who just takes without thinking about what you're giving. And them. there's these very material things that like, I mean, my, my family says it all the time. They just say, we're trying to support you in any way in, in in frankly in the way that we know how mm-hmm. food and shelter and, yeah. and coming to see your shows and um and my friends that way as well and it's yeah of, yeah, co- of like, course I of course can... i've got this this catholic guilt where i don't feel like i deserve okay. it because like, <laughs> but know. we also we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording about how when you do something you're you're always glad when your parents are like or your friends are like hey i really love that show that album was great but then you have people that are like dude i own every song you've ever released and like i've seen you twice and i love this album blah 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 it's the same when i get you know emails about people that enjoy the podcast i'm like oh, me it's mind blowing really like you i'm not just a weirdo and you really like it but then it's also at the same time it's like Please don't kill me. Like, you know, every, oh, you see, you like every Instagram photo. Like, are you stalking me or do you just like what I'm doing? Yeah. Because there's that, you know, there's that fear. But not to get, not to stray too far away, keeping in touch with people. Well, well no, no, I, I, we can go with that. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. Because I was, I was just talking to um, 
I was just talking to a couple musicians at uh, Dublin before I came over here, um, and and just knowing knowing people out in LA and knowing people wherever San Diego, it's like you're really only like the degrees of separation between you and somebody who is a household name are really not that many, mm-hmm. not as many as you would think. Yeah. Um, especially in the music world, if you're out on the scene, a lot of these folks who are maybe not necessarily household names, but but folks who are like doing they're, it, yeah, they're, they're like yeah, your favorite they're known, bands. They're respected. They're 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 really not that much further ab- above you in the in the hierarchy of like they still they still shit every morning just yeah. like everybody else. <laughs> and, yeah. and they're and they're frankly not really not as like rich and famous as you would think some mm-hmm. of these people, you know. Well, especially when you're talking about music, like you have to work really hard. Yeah. Like that shit does not come overnight. And a lot and, and a lot of what it is is that they've just been doing it for longer than you. Yeah. And and, and just and just happen to get lucky and strike a chord, no pun intended, with with a certain yeah, gr- so group at a certain time or a certain subject matter in their song, like it's it's luck mixed with just showing up for long enough yeah. and having the having the entry level amount of talent and like, being diligent enough to keep. I mean, I, I feel like that's true of nursing school too. Like, sure, you can quit when it gets hard, or you can push through to actually. I mean, that's that's the moral of the story with anything, right? You yeah. work hard enough. I hope you work hard enough, and eventually you start to see results. But it is it's that uphill climb. You don't just you don't just book a gig and you suddenly must, you're on a, a label. Like, you must be present to win. You must be present to win. That mm-hmm. is great. That is great. Fine, fine print that should be bold print all yeah, the time. Seriously. The, uh, so, I learned that from a uh, this the songwriters conference I've been going to. Yeah, they, they always say winners must be present to win. Like yeah. you, you have to. You got. You have to show up. You again, don't get to go, phone it in. Go yeah. where the people are, as we as we mentioned <laughs> with the Little Mermaid earlier. Yes. Yeah. Just, I want whether whether it's a gig or going where the industry is or just you have to show up and also you gotta show up mentally but actually just 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 being just pre- being there helps yeah just being there helps yeah, yeah and, for sure and staying staying in it you know yeah, with <laughs> all these parallels with your nursing life and your music <laughs> life it's hard not everyone can do it but the payoff is well there. my 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 favorite. Um, my favorite parallel that I always use to talk about my, my special lady friend. Um, sorry, ladies, he's take. Now the fan mail is just dying. Like, yeah, exactly. Nobody's <laughs> gonna email. It's one. It's one of those. Um, oh, what is that? The, that thing you do, or one of those things. One oh of those yeah. Movies where where mm-hmm. they're just like he's they, single, ladies. He's or single like, ladies. Watch out, he's taken. Mm, <laughs> he's taken. the cute okay, one. He's so. the. He's the. The. You're lovely. One. Also, I'm not a big fan of the lady friend. I know it's hard these days to pick to my pick my a term. lady friend. Yeah, I I I don't know. I feel like for my the par- big my partner. Yeah, that my feels, partner. My special lady friend makes me think of the Big Lebowski. She's my she's my special lady friend. I'm, I'm just trying to help her get pregnant. She's my special lady friend. Um, I just watched that. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah, because it's fresh in your mind, so you need to rem- anyway. Your significant other. No, like like the royal we, like the, pejor- the, ro- like yeah, the pejorative. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you out on it. I wasn't. I didn't mean to turn no, that into fair. attack. No, that's fair. My my partner. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, <laughs> you're speaking the Iowa City language now. My partner. <laughs> um, I always talk to her because she's not very musical, and um, and how I can I can see 
the parallels between music and art and and other things that may not necessarily be considered artistic mediums but are still important and 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 share a lot of the parallels with what an artist goes through and i I guess i can make the the parallel with nursing and something like a uh like a jazz musician for example have i already said this on one one of our other three or four podcasts keep, keep going with it um so a lot of people think that a jazz musician is on stage and they, they say, oh, I love jazz because of the improvisation. I love that they're just making it up on the spot. Mm-hmm. But really, that guy, that, that guy or girl has been practicing those licks and that chord progression. And just they, they have so much time in, in, the, in the shed just practicing and practicing and learning all the skills. And then they go in and they perform. And it's almost like they have this like utility belt mm-hmm. of things that they can pull from. It's not that they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna play whatever I want. It's like they, they have no, this they have this training of what to do in the moment. Yeah, there's a methodology behind it. Perhaps can, critical thinking. It's like it's like making it's like making a layer cake, or I don't even know what to compare it to. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have the components. You can rearrange those components however you want, but you still need to know how to make the crust to yeah. be able to make the pie. Did I say cake first, and now I'm pie? I'm I might be a little. Quit hungry. mixing your metaphors. I'm mixing my metaphors. <laughs> But the point is, is that, yeah, it's the same way with nursing. I have a different patient assignment every day. Yeah. But I have a set of skills that I can rearrange based on what I need in that moment. Exactly. Fair, fair to draw that comparison? That was the comparison I was going for. Perfect. Yeah. So, the, um, and so you talk to her about these things and like... Well, because she's a speech pathologist yeah, too. And I, and, yeah. I, and I just see how she is in the moment with... Um, she just has this crazy knack for it. Like she's just super duper good at working with people with disabilities and doing like behavioral therapy for kids with autism. And I just, mm-hmm. instead of saying this is this is where the critically thinking brain comes in, instead of just being algorithmic in your mm-hmm. in your um, practice and just saying, well, if this then this. If someone is if something's not working for somebody, she can like draw on. Well, this is what I know about this kid. I know he's into. He's into garage doors or something, or he's, he's, in, he's into trains or something. Or, what other tools? Yeah, do we and, have? and you're able yeah. to come at it from a different angle and like and spe- and personalize it and specialize it, and just like the musician who can specialize it for whatever situation. So they're looking in, at both as improvisational roles, essentially. And, but but not that. But but you're not just doing it off the top of your head, like some people no, think. No, you're rearranging those skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think I think yeah that's. That's interesting, and I don't play. I don't play jazz. I like jazz. I don't know. I'm one. Doesn't everybody say that? I like jazz. I don't know jazz. <laughs> um, Not jazz musicians. They know jazz. Yeah. Ja- well, clearly, clearly, Dan. <laughs> so let's. So let's. Let's bring this. Let's bring this back to the topic at hand a little bit. No, we're not that far off. Oh but, yeah. For, oh, but, no. but but but. I don't keep. I don't keep in touch with anybody. That's the answer. That's the answer. <laughs> That's it. I don't know That's anybody. That's the answer. But I mean, you know, you. Clearly, you do keep in touch with people because, um, like I said, you have you have to by nature on tour because you need a place to sleep. So you're mooching off of the people that you've met along the way. The mooch. The mooch. Um, that was. I don't know if any listeners are gonna know, but that's that. When I was a kid growing up, I grew up in a primarily Italian suburb of Chicago. You want to be a mooch, similar to you, and that's what you called somebody. Like that's the person who always shows up just in time to take like the last piece of cake, or like oh, yeah. will be like, "Are you gonna finish that sandwich or whatever?" Like that to me, that's Such the definition mooch. of a mooch. Ah. Like what they a, never, they never have their own money to throw in for pizza, but like, hey, I'll get you back later. 
You're a fucking mooch. What a jag. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, w- what about when you're traveling? I mean, we've talked about when you're on the road and keeping in touch with people, but like, if you're not good at it, then that's the thing that I want to hear because I want real, real life from you, Dan DeMonte. <laughs> people have a hard time keeping in touch, and then you do have those friends that like maybe you've known them forever, and you might only see them bi-yearly or whatever but when you see them you pick up well yeah those those childhood friends are especially interesting because you just you spent so much formative years together and even if you're not as close as you were Mm -hmm. when when they were just the neighborhood kid down the street that you'd go and jump bikes with like (laughs) (laughs) randomly or go go light things on fire <laughs> <laughs> now we know how you spent your free time as a child <laughs> not many specific examples just saying uh, um, but yeah those um, are the special relationships but yeah, yeah there are just those folks and and um and a lot of those people uh have been coming out to my chicago shows especially because a lot of them live mm-hmm. in the city now and and it's just especially last year i had people at my show who i hadn't i hadn't seen since high school like eight years you yeah know, eight or nine years and furthermore, when I was in high school, I was not doing this same kind of thing that I'm doing now mm-hmm. with, with this band or even they knew me as kind of the music guy who played trumpet or whatever. They didn't know me as this like crazy, now soul, you, soulful, now you, soulful now white pack, boy yeah, thing. Yeah, you're, you're packing the bars with, your, so, the bars. with your soulful uh, yeah. multi, multi-instrumentation. Yeah, you just playing three instruments at once. Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, Next time you come through Iowa City, you're going to be playing, like, a some other instrument with your feet. I could put something on my foot. I do percussion with my feet. Of course you do. I want to see <laughs> I want to see something other than percussion. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to see, like, All I right. want to... For, for the folks at home, there's a video of me. This is this is the most instruments I do. I, I have a video of me playing uh, the... Uh, trio from the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's the trumpet, the trumpet thing at the end of the vid- at the end of the the film where they're all staring each other down before the before the duel. Oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh. And I'm playing organ with my left hand, trumpet with my right hand, and I'm playing bass with my feet. Oh my god! Like on like organ bass pedals. Oh my god! And, and it's uh, it's great. That's wild. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Go find that for, for no the, other reason than to be entertained and amazed. Um, for the folks at home, YouTube is a um, is a platform online um, for for sharing videos. Mm-hmm. YouTube.com. Only the second largest search engine <laughs> on the web. Uh, but yeah, go web, to web, y- web, o- web of y- web of course being uh, another way of describing the internet, which is a it's, um, it's particles floating in the air. <laughs> Or in a, it's something I don't know, but um. That's totally a Norm Macdonald bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love Norm so, <laughs> so let's talk about. Okay, I still want to. Oh, I still relationships. Wanna, yeah, yeah, relationships. Yeah. Um, I feel bad this time around. Well, especially yeah, like there there have been some folks like, I totally forgot that Lindsay lives in Flagstaff, and I drove right through and didn't call her. It's also. In your defense, she also is a traveler, and so it's not like she's synonymous with, like, Flagstaff, that you're like, oh, I gotta stop. You know, it's hard sometimes to keep track. Like, people ask me where Forrest is, and I was like, I I like him, he's on social media, I don't know where he is. Or, like, I'll be like... He's in San Diego with me. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Or I'll be like, yeah, Megan was in Nashville, and people are like, no, I think she moved on. And I'm like, I can't keep up. So, it is hard. 
But so I it's mean, easier for me with with yeah with you or with with the folks who who don't move who I, yeah, who, don't, who don't move <laughs> who have who, who have roots instead of who wings have, who have some deeper roots yeah um, and then of course there's the people that I forget either don't have social media or mm-hmm. I just I'm, I've got a million things I'm, I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about three shows ahead where are we gonna stay and all this mm-hmm. stuff and I forget yeah. and I forget to invite everybody to well, the show well because this is also a business for you yeah. this is not just yeah. like. It's the same, you know, when you're getting ready, I'm sure, to go to a new travel gig, like like a nursing gig. You're not necessarily going to call, like, every single person you've talked to in the last six months. Like, sure. some some people, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard It's hard to maintain. I mean, I stay in one place, and it's hard to maintain relationships. Like, people that, you know, mm-hmm. live in this town, and it's like, okay, when do we have a day off together? And it's like, oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> see you in eight weeks. But then, the, but, the, but then to me, those... The, the relationships to me that are healthiest are the ones that you can just, even if you don't see each other for years, you just pick up where you left off. Yeah, because at, yeah those are really special at a, relationships. At a, certain, at a certain point, when you when you get down to the nitty gritty of people, they don't really change that much after yeah. a certain point. And, and if that's the level you've gotten to with them, you're set, even if, even if a decade passes right. by. Right, like you know, might not, like I have friends that I have not met their children yeah. If I knew their spouses, I knew their spouses when they were just dating, or you know, whatever the case may be. But I still know and care about this person and could sit and have a four-hour conversation easy. So, what about family? How did do, are do you have the you know not to put your family on the spot, but like, do you have the type of family that if they don't hear from you every few days, they're like, oh my god, he's dead, or <laughs> is it like they you know they understand that you'll. You know, you you guys have a routine down, or as you know. as long as they know, as long as they know what state you're as in. Long as, <laughs> seriously, because <laughs> there was a time I I do remember my um sorry mom, but uh, not that she listens, but no, she, no, should. Yeah, she should. Damn listen. it. <laughs> um, I there was one time I was on tour with with uh, with the church group I used to tour with, and and I didn't and I. I told her I was going on the road and, and she had no idea where I was for like a, a week or something. Cause there's not like, a, cause I'm like posting tour dates with, yeah, with the trio. Yeah. But what with this is, I was like, Hey mom, I'm in Kansas city. And she's like, she's like, what? And she's like, you don't tell me like, where are you? You know, but, but with, with the band, it's like, at least it's out there. She knows what city I'm in. And if I'm having any issues yeah, or she, which is another positive thing of social media. If I'm posting on social media, it means I'm alive. And usually yes usually, <laughs> usually. <laughs> um true okay so so there's yeah so there's that what are some of the challenges like you and your significant other like what have you guys run into patch you know i'm thinking about those who maybe are not having like the most pristine experience you know maybe they have had some conflict people are like why don't you call more why don't i see you more why don't i know what state you're in mm-hmm. um have you had instances where you've had like conflicts that you've had to work through or that has it was it a strain when you guys were not in the same city because i know that oh sure i mean you because you guys you've done multiple contracts like you were in mm-hmm. new york for a while you were yeah you know like in yeah. well the 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 unique situation with with my current relationship um was that we, we you know we've, we've known each other for a long time and we we're sort of off and then, right when I was starting travel nursing, was when she had. I guess I can go into the nitty gritty of the story. She only as much she as was, you feel comfortable, or oh, sure, that yeah, she yeah. feel comfortable with. Well, she's 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 from Southern California, and we met at Iowa, 
and then she wanted to move back to Southern California to be by her family. You know? Of course. And so when when she said, hey, just say no, I'm leaving Iowa, um, go fuck yourself, which she didn't say that, but, it might, but you know. That's what she thought, it makes, probably. It, yeah, it makes, it makes for better drama. <laughs> um, sorry, baby. Um, and you, you start thinking about like, oh, okay, she's actually not going to be in my life anymore. Like, this is going to be terrible. And I said, okay, well, if you're moving to Southern California, I I guess I'm going with. And uh, even though we weren't even together at the time, mm-hmm. I don't know. I you know when, when you when you take someone for granted and it's terrible, and then and then you finally realize like, oh shit. You want to make up for that lost time. You yeah. want to like fix things. So I started travel nursing, and then we're not even Facebook friends. It's hilarious that I, because that's that's a. That's a thing for me. I'd rather she just know me in real life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Than to see... Than to your... see my bullshit, because it's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's all bullshit, and it's bad for you. <laughs> um, With that, go like Dan DeMonte on exactly. Facebook. His Facebook page <laughs> is ready and waiting for your approval. Um, so the, the long and short of it is that I travel nursed, and then we did, we did distance while I was in Milwaukee, when I was in New York City, and then... Um, I ended up in San Diego and we're, we've been down there ever since. Yeah. So, but you know, I think that with any level of travel, you have to have those, those elements of like trust, mm-hmm. communication. I feel like it's, it's probably just a work in progress, ever evolving, you know, yeah. especially as you do more dates and longer tours and, yeah. you know. But I mean, but she's, she's super duper understanding of what of what i need to do to stay sane so to say a strength in your partner is that oh, she's yeah. adaptable oh, she yeah. sounds like she's really adaptable she sounds like very intelligent she's, I, she's I assume not, she's a very secure person frankly she, she has her own she has her own shit going for her yeah. <laughs> like well and that's just it those you know. I, i'm my personal belief is that to be in a healthy relationship you each have to have shit to contribute mm-hmm. and if you sit in the same room and stare at each other all day you have nothing to talk about at the end of the day because you've witnessed every breeze and every <laughs> fart that the other person has. So I think that that's every really broken, important. Every broken wind. Exactly. Every every broken wind. <laughs> All the different forms of wind. Breezes and farts. I didn't even realize when I was saying that. that Gusty that winds. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Tom. He's... <laughs> I'm if Tom waits is listening to this, please tour own. again. Please tour again, Tom. I will pay any price. I will take out a loan to come see you. Perform. Serious precipitation <laughs> is expected. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think you know. No, that's I gonna think, make it in. It's fine. I think I think we've you know we've we've jumped all over this topic. I think the bottom line is is that whether you're moving or not, mm-hmm. if you are going to maintain good relationships. You need to put yourself out there a little bit, you know, and I think that's true in nursing as well to, to completely tie every single thing we mentioned back to nursing. It's really important that Doug and I, you know, he understands that if I, if my shift ends at 730, but I don't make it home until 830 or 845, Mm -hmm. that that's, you know, he doesn't flip out about that. Um, if, you know, I say I'm going to go to a conference in Florida, which I did. I was lucky. My first year of nursing, I went to 
this uh, North American Cystic Fibrosis Foundation's oh, conference. Yeah. And it was in Orlando that year, and it was in October. And if you know about the Midwest, it's not bad in October, no. but it ain't Florida. <laughs> and so I got really lucky, but, you know, I was able to say to him, like, I'm going to Florida. And he was like, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Have a good time. And I think that there needs to be that level of, like, you need to surround yourself with people that want to see you succeed. And sometimes that means they got to let you go for a little bit, knowing that you'll mm-hmm. tether right back to them. It's tough when, um, I still have a lot of people in Iowa city. Mm-hmm. And, and when I, um, when, when I, when I forget to contact every single one of them when I'm back in town, you know, it's, it's yeah. And you don't and, want and people not, to yeah, be hurt. I know, but you're never going to catch them all. Cause I, I lived here for five years, and mm-hmm. I have so many people who are still yeah. here. It's, it's so tough. Well, and I, it's I feel like bad the, every time, but it's like the burden of even like having a large birthday party. Like you don't really spend quality time with any one person because you're trying to mm-hmm. spread yourself equally among all these people. And so you know that might just be that you know because you saw me this time on tour, maybe next time I'll let I'll allow you to then <laughs> see your other friends. But then it's but then it's when when tour is like a yearly thing. It's yeah, like the, the year. It, it, the typical. years pass by. It's tough. You yeah, know? It's... it is. And I think that's the nature of being adults. Like, that's why it's yeah. so hard to maintain adult relationships because, you know, people have careers and kids and side hustles and all this other mm. shit. So that's why it is such a blessing when you're like, hey, I'll be in town for one night. Can I hang for out? For one you? night one only. One night only. One of my favorite, um, I'm going to be that guy that talks about memes in person. <laughs> I I'm guilty. So there's like this picture and yeah, like this no, guy. no, it makes sense when you see it. <laughs> um, one of them is something like you, you think the miracle of Jesus is that he's the son of God. How about a man in his 30s who has 10 close friends? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That's 100 percent true. Or, uh, the biggest miracle of 12. all. 12. Are my fucking disciples? Whatever. It's Sunday. You just I'm came so- from church. I totally did. I wasn't, I, I wasn't uh, listening. I, wasn't I listening. see a little steam rising off the top of your head. <laughs> I didn't break out into flames when I went in there. You okay, think well, I would break good. out into flames in this in this heathen household? <laughs> so, okay, so we've talked about we've talked about your heathen roots and how you don't get to see all of your heathen friends when you're back in town. But um, so you know, communication with people while you're on the road is always going to be a work in progress, and you just need to talk to people, like find out what they need. Tell them what, you know, people don't understand nursing as it is. They don't understand how you can work two days a week and sleep for three. And I I don't Um, want, I don't want this to, I don't want this to sound harsh, but when, when you have folks in your life that have their own shit going on, whether it's a romantic partner or just friends, it's, it's not that big of a deal when, when you're all doing your own shit and and then you just get together and, and it's fine and you just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Um, and you've all got shit to talk about when you get yeah. together because you're I'm, all I'm, doing things that that are true to you, whether that be staying in one place and raising a family. I'm all for a, I'm all whatever. for the ca- I'm all for the catch up. We've lost the catch up. Yeah. Because everybody's putting everything on social media, That's so it's like true. You're, you're constantly caught up with like my friends who are not on social media. I can get lunch with them and we could spend four hours. And, and actually have new information. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like, like, hey, I saw that tuna on whole wheat exact- you had last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, it's, there's, there's something about that maintaining a friendship. Um, like, oh, I wonder what Dan's up to. Oh, he's coming into town. And then, 
you pick up where you left off and actually have some conversation. Good old days. And you're like, what you've been doing with your time? Yeah. Well, you see, if you'll see in print right here on my Facebook page, this is every date that I have for the Well, well, with me, it's like you you can, you can see, you know, well, when, when you're using social media for your side hustle, it's, it's whatever kind of image you want to put out there for people. Um, it's your brand. But, but if, yeah, 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 which is all fucking, you know, it makes perfect sense and yet it's such horse shit I can't stand it. I gotta, I gotta you know? say, as on a side note, I'm terrible at my own branding. So like I'll put pictures, Instagram photos up on the account, but you can see like I have a zit and <laughs> dark circles. Like my, my makeup is smeared because I forgot to wash but my you're, face. But your, your brand is that you're so raw. And I know. Perhaps, I'm so perhaps even uncensored. I'm like the Amy Schumer of the nursing world. <laughs> Like, I'm a little bit gross, but also <laughs> kind of funny, and, uh, you know, not, I, I don't know, I'm not like... Amy Schumer is I'm the, not like Amy Schumer is, is the, the uh, nurse of show business, some would say. Oh, I believe yeah, they've I believe I they've that. said that about her. I can see that. Numerous people have said she that. She would be like the ED nurse, because <laughs> I feel like the ED, ED nurses are a little bit, um... They're they're less sen- I feel like they're the least censored. She might be a psych nurse. Maybe maybe. I don't know. Okay, all right. Because whenever if I you, go to nursinguncensored.com and tell us who what kind of nurse you think Amy Schumer would be. <laughs> <laughs> there's for, for some I, I love psych nurses, and and there's like when, when I can I can almost like tell when I'm working like a med surge floor because because they could float psych people to a med surge floor when a psych CNA or a psych nurse comes to the floor. And I meet them. It's like I can just like smell. Can I can like smell it on them. <laughs> I don't know. They're pheromones. I don't know why. They're psych they're, nurse that that they're just a little nutty, and I love it because <laughs> I'm because yeah. I'm a little nutty too. You relate, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I can. You're one of me. Yeah. I can tell. Seriously, I, I mean, it's a joke, people. But <laughs> but at the it same all... time, I don't know. There's because it, it takes a special person to do psych. No, it's, it's true. Just... It's like you know, you can you can usually spot a peds nurse. Mm-hmm. You know, you can usually. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we uh, we get that we get that other sense of like mm-hmm. you're you're like you know. Well, because because there's there's so many sub um, subdivisions of what kind of nursing like you know we're all nurses. Right. And and but yet, and need... yet there's, yeah, there's there's such different personalities in the ICU where everything is in its little box and perfect right, right? and versus someone who's like working the floor and kind of having to prioritize like who's who's like, the most again, fucked up again and... to visually or to verbally describe a meme it's that <laughs> it's that it's like a dual screen and in one you see like a bunch of like electronic wires and they're all knotted and tangled up and it says OR nurse and yep. then you see the ICU nurse side and it's like perfectly like everything's lined up and tethered <laughs> in the right place yeah that's, yep. that's basically what it is yep, yep. um Travel talk is uh, is over for now. Wait, what but else? Wait, there's nothing else. That's there, it. No, there is. But here's here's why I want to take it. You were talking about wanting roots. <gasps> yeah. No, we're not. We're not Me? done. We're not done. I'm gonna pour another drink though. Here at Nursing Uncensored, we may be, well, uncensored, but we're not unfiltered. Protected health information has been changed and concealed to comply with HIPAA. 
The things we talk about are from years of experience with thousands of patients, things we've read, stories we've heard. If you think we're talking about you, we're not. Also, we're real nurses here to provide helpful and accurate information, but don't take anything we say as fact without doing your own research. Refer to your state's board of nursing, practice acts, and your institution's policies and procedures if you have questions about your practice. Lastly, our very strong opinions are ours alone and do not reflect those of our employers, educational, or professional institutions. Thanks for listening, and happy nursing, folks.